dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. The boys are back. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 148. Bro, it feels like it's been months since we did a podcast. I've been out of whack, bro. <laughs> I, the, the, the routine got, got put on little holiday vacays and trips and I just... I feel out of whack, man. I gotta get back on this, on this, on this uh, set time. Yeah, like I'm trying to think. When was the last pod? Before uh, Mother's Day. I before think. Mother's Day. I think. But then we do that one on the Saturday too. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it is. Yeah. It's been like a while since we taped the pod on, on a Sunday. Sunday yeah. So that's why it feels weird. But definitely. Uh, yeah. Just a heads up. Next pod gonna be taping on the Saturday. For sure. <laughs> For sure. It's summertime. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wiggle a little more. You Weather's know? breaking. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go for a bike ride today. Are you? About I, see, to get that I, miles I see the car in. strapped up, ready yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, about to get some miles I in. See. About to get, see, one of my goals for this summer is to do a hundred bike rides. Mm-hmm. I'm already at 21 rides. Mm. So last year I was like trying to do a length, like yeah, a that's super 50 miler, long, right? Yeah, yeah, that 50 plus miler. So now I'm just trying to get a whole bunch of rides in, at least 10 miles each. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. want to switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Keep me motivated. Keep challenging myself when I'm out there, when I'm riding and stuff like that. So, yeah. There was a guy that I golfed with yesterday. He was talking about how he got up in the morning and they went up like Troy Tip City area on Woo! the bike path. And yeah. some of the uh, the rain that we got in the north, they had some real flood. He's like bridges that had no water under it was almost you yeah. know, touching the bike path type, yeah, type stuff. Yeah, so. it's uh, where I normally ride at. It's like right by the river. So... Since we had that storm, like, what was it, on Friday? Yeah. Or, yeah, I think yeah, it was Friday yeah. night. We had a real bad storm. So I'm not going to go that way today. I'm going to go, uh, like, to a higher ground. So I'm going to be, like, out in Beaver Creek yeah. or whatever instead of, like, West Carrollton or Huber yeah. or whatever because, like, those are, like, right on the river. And that water comes up so fast mm-hmm. on the river. And, like, you'll ride for, like, a good two miles, and you think you're good, and then you turn a corner, and it's just a swamp. Yeah. And you just... Every time I drenched. Every time I think about Beaver Creek bike path, that, <laughs> that damn, I, I I think I rode my bike one time since, bro. Let me knock on wood because yeah. I don't need that shit happening. Check, check your pedals before you take off. <laughs> I know it seems seems a little like nah, we good, but you don't want to be like me. Go from North Fairfield Road to Factory Road, Ooh. hit Factory Road like that's good enough. I'm gonna turn back around, get three pedals in that turnaround, and go. Now I'm back tire on the ground, front tire up, walking this bike back because there's no comfortable way to walk a bike. Facts. Matter yeah. of fact, I uh, before I rode a couple weeks ago, you know, I normally pump on my tires before I even leave the house. And I was like, man, that tire feels light. So I pumped it up. By the time I got to the bike path, it already went down. So yeah. I had to change my inner tube in there, and that was my last inner tube. So 
I'm about to go buy inner yeah. tube soon as we done because I don't need that ish happening. I don't need you. to be out ten miles yeah, somewhere in the middle out, of nowhere. You be out, out, and so. just be like, "Yo, you got a flat, and yeah. now you're fucked." Right? <laughs> How <laughs> was Mother's Day? We ain't talking about Mother's Day. Oh, man. Mother's Day was, was Mother's great, Day? man. Mother's Day was great, man. It's always a great time to go home, hang out with my moms, my grandmother, my mom-in-law, my sister. Uh, so. That was good. FaceTime with my brother because my uh, brother's birthday was this past week. Yeah. So my mom went out to Vegas to visit him. They had a real good time. He took her everywhere. Took her to the Hoover Dam. Took her to some uh, good Mexican spots. So they had a real good time while she was out there. Mother's Day was A1. Yeah. But uh, the funniest part about Mother's Day, so I go see my pops. And everybody in Cleveland, especially Cleveland Heights, knows about this gas station. It used to be like a, a Clark gas station mm-hmm. right next door to my pop's house. Okay. And it's right on Noble Road. So that gas stations were there for decades. Yeah. So even one of my homeboys used to work there. It's the hangout spot right mm-hmm. there on the corner. Hey, get off the corner. And my pop's like, man, I don't want y'all hanging out on the damn corner at the damn gas station. Yeah. Whatever, man. Right. This was the spot. Go get some Doritos. Right. Some chilling. And some, catch, catch a sundresser too. Yeah, yeah, you know? some activities is going on. <laughs> so fast forward at least a decade, <laughs> uh, the gas station eventually closes and it's closed for good. But the tanks underneath the gas station still had remnants of gas in them and wow. one of them cracked. Wow. So it caused like all his plants and part of his yard to just die because it's leaking into the soil and everything like that. So obviously, you know what I'm saying, he's complaining to the city mm-hmm. about it being an eyesore, about it killing his property, messing shit up for yeah, him. Yeah. You know, everything like that. So eventually they got the tanks up out of there, they cleaned everything up, and they turned that whole land into like a little park. You okay. know what I'm saying? Benches, grass, flowers, and then right right next door is like a little daycare center. So the little kids go over there and play in the park area, have a good time like that, catch the butterflies, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah. So fast forward now, I'm over there for Father, I mean Mother's Day, hanging out, talking to my stepmom, my sister, take a couple of pictures. They're about to head over to have brunch. I'm about to go back, go pick up some food for my moms and everything like that. And it's like, oh, yeah. My sister was like, oh, yeah. Your, your dad got a park named after him. I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, Washington's Court right there. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> My stepmom was like, here we go. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you mean you have a park named after? Like, yeah, they they dedicated to me after all my years of paying taxes in this damn city. I was like, no, all that damn complaining you was doing right. in the city. The it's least like, you can whatever, do is whatever. Give me a park, right? At least you can so, do it. Yeah, they supposed to be uh, having a ceremony here in the fall or whatever. Put a little plaque up there. Oh, watch real deal, huh? Yeah, man, real deal. Holyfield, man. Got, got you a family park now, Yeah, huh? man, we out here doing big things, man. I called my brother. He was like, you lying. I was like, no <laughs> shit. This dude got a park. Yeah. I was like, we got our work cut out for us. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, you live in Vegas, but do you got a park named after you? <laughs> right. Shit, you on the radio every day, but do you got a park? Yeah. No. That's going to always be there, right? Yeah, yeah. I got to level up, man. Yeah. You know how my Mother's Day went? What's up? Work. Huh? My uh, business partners, they just bought an edible arrangement yeah, 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 out, yeah. out in Kettering. And uh, I, I was uh, tasked, not tasked, but kind of asked if I wanted to help out with Mother's Day weekend. It was their first one. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'll go make a little extra bread. I ain't, I ain't DJing this weekend. I'm hit up mom's like, you cool if I catch you on the on the Sunday night? She was like, yeah, go get your money, son. So get cool. Get money. So I, 
I, I said, yeah. So I had a schedule like I think uh, Thursday was like one to eight, ten to six on Friday. I had a ten to eight, and then like a short on Sunday. I ended up working fifty hours in four days, bro. I ended up. It working. sounds bad now, <laughs> but trust me, it'll pay off. Oh, literally. Oh, it already did. It already did. They uh. Me and the wife volunteered. Uh, I, I did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and she did Friday, Saturday. And uh, collectively, man, we 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 did well. We made we made a nice chunk of change nice. for, for that. But out out delivering edible arrangements, okay, uh, putting them together, learning how to you know the whole process of edible arrangement, and uh, it was it was a cool thing to see, man. I was proud of my guys. They they had some hiccups in it as far as getting getting the ownership at the proper date to yeah. plan for Mother's Day because Mother's Day is like edible arrangements Christmas. Right. There's only I think Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas, uh, maybe Sweetest Day. Like there's only like four holidays that really bang for them. Yeah. But Mother's Day is number one for sure. And uh, we were we were out there and uh, delivering out in Bell Brook, Spring. I mean, you all over, and I'm just seeing these houses. And seeing these people, how they living. Motivation. Oh, man, I turned the corner on one house. It had like six pillars, probably a 10-foot uh, front door. Damn. I'm just sitting there. I just stopped for a second. And then as I'm looking at the house, this Escalade pull up beside me, turn into the driveway, hit the garage button, and like four garage doors open. <laughs> I, see the, I see the Corvette in one. I see a car with a cover on it. Like, oh, that's the special one. I'm just sitting there like, mm. So driving around, finding my house, the uh, the door I knock on, it was like, oh, they just moved. Actually, they just moved, and it was that house. Mm. So I know dude saw me. So now I'm like, fuck. I didn't want to think I was like stalking the joint. Yeah, casing the spot. <laughs> so I parked like the other house, kind of walked down, knock on the door. And I, I can see through their door. They had like this 20-foot walkway. Like it's, he's coming towards me, but it's taking them a minute to get to me. Next thing I know. I see these like massive pit bulls, them big pit bulls. Two of them just coming. I mean, you can hear them like breathing. I'm, the damn nails yeah. hitting on the hardwood they floors. They at the door. They start barking. I'm like, shit. I took about four <laughs> steps back. I held the edible up like I don't want no trouble. But yeah, we worked hard that weekend. I spent a lot of time. I ended up taking one to my mom's. Nice. Uh, my godmother, her birthday fell on the Saturday before Mother's Day. So that just happened to come through as I'm creating. I'm like, oh shit! So I got to deliver that one, take a little couple extra chocolate pops, and you know all that good stuff. So yeah, we worked hard Mother's Day, but it was a, uh, it was fun. It was nice, fun. It nice was fun. man. You know who out here living their best life? Ooh. The Curries, man. Oh, man. The Curries, they especially are. the parents, man. They are highly blessed, yeah. man. I saw a meme uh, of. Steph's and Seth's dad, Dale Curry, yeah. with the half and half jersey, and the caption was, "He's out here living Levar Ball's dreams." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I saw that he got the uh, what is it, uh, Seth on the front yeah. and Steph on the back. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they they that's really what that's that's a, that that meme had me weak seeing that. Dude, and it is hilarious, man. There's actually in there too, isn't a. Uh, Paul Gasol on yeah Gasol uh, Milwaukee. yeah 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 but he's and, hurt yeah and, and Mark uh, on Toronto yeah, so yeah, that's crazy yeah. so too. It's, it's cats out here Two definitely brothers. doing it man but uh Portland man Portland <sighs> your pick for the finals I was I was must say on Mother's Day when C J McCollum 
brought him to the Western Conference Finals. I was yeah. like, they got a shot. Yeah. Killer might be right. Yeah. They got a shot. Until these last three games first go to stay happen. Poor, poor Portland. I, I I feel so bad picking them because it was like what two days later, or like that night, it was something like quick. Mm. Nurkage, yeah. Snap. Paul George himself. Snap food. And Snap uh, food. finished them all so that I'm like, they done. But as they going through, I'm like, well, they got cancer. But yeah. I read an article. He was uh, had to do this huge fast. Yeah, so he for like, Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, so he out there struggling, no energy, probably. So they just, yeah, they don't got it. They, I'm so tired of seeing them get up 16, 17, 18, and then it's just like, give you us, know what? give us three minutes. You know what? I'm not because you know what? It's so exciting in the third quarter. It's so exciting to see stuff like that, man. Still? It is, man. I'm over it. (laughs) It it is. I am a huge Steph Curry fan because he's enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah. As good as James Harden is and as good as Kyrie Irving are as basketball players, I don't like watching them play basketball. Yeah. It's a very boring way to play basketball. There's just everybody not, clear out. Everybody yeah, clear yeah, out. yeah. And it's not even no clear out Allen Iverson style. Like when Iverson did the clear out, it was like boom, boom, boom. I'm oh, yeah. to the rim. Yeah. These dudes dancing, dancing, a million moves. Like really, yeah. Harden has crossed people up and made them fall and got to the bucket and everything like that. He does that a lot. Yeah. But a lot of the times, like. Dude's be playing good defense on him. Oh, yeah. He just makes a shot because he's that good. Yeah. He's mastered the Hezzy. The Hezzy for real. For and, real, the, for real. and the four foot sidestep. <laughs> Those two things he has mastered. <laughs> yeah, and I, I tweeted this out during the regular season, like when he was on one of those streaks where he was like going, went for like 30 games over 35 points or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, y'all enjoying this now. Yeah. They not he's not gonna get these calls in the playoffs. Yeah, nor will should a NBA coach, an NBA staff, an NBA team not be able to give you a week worth of adjustments Bruh. if you're playing them for, you know, four, five, six, seven games. Yeah, so. man. It's 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 not an exciting brand of basketball, but what Golden State does, especially with Curry, it's exciting, man. Yeah. How about like, Draymond, man? That's what I'm saying. Draymond bringing that energizer bunny. Dude, like my guy Kales, he listens to the pod. He tried to compare Tristan and Draymond. Uh. Said Draymond <laughs> needs to realize he's just a little bit better than Tristan Thompson. And I'm just like, I didn't even get into it with him. Yeah. I'm gonna just let Draymond be Draymond. You see it for yourself. He yeah. tried to bring up the stats, like, oh, the stats say that this way. My eyeballs say something else. I ain't never seen Tristan Thompson bring the ball up the court. I ain't never seen Tristan Thompson. I, no, I take that back. I seen Tristan Thompson play with the type of energy and the type of effort Draymond did twice in the finals when they came back from three one, and in the finals when they lost four uh, one when everybody and their mama on the Cavs was hurt. Yeah. So I give him credit for that, but Draymond is just like a great basketball player. The stats will tell you one thing. But your eyeballs tell you something else. Without him, yeah. they're not doing this, man. Like, he's a very unique basketball player. And that energy, that veracity, that intensity, like, and, and, knock on wood, because I just want this shit to be over with so we can get to the finals. Yeah, yeah. I think he only got, like, two technicals during the playoffs. Growth. <laughs> That's a great Growth. word. I mean, That's a great word. I mean, you look at Draymond, like, he really is leading that squad. Yeah. Like, he is the vocal leader. He's the one that's mic'd up. He's the one that <laughs> we hearing from. And, right. And 
basketball keeps changing. You know, first it was, you know, I just told, I told you a story off off air, but me about two weeks ago, I was over at my dude's house. His little son got the rim out. They were trying to measure 10 feet. I'm like, oh, you about to get to it, huh? So next thing you know, we measuring the free throw line. We measuring mm-hmm. 23.7, whatever it is for the for the, for the the three. Then we was like, let's just let's just measure 30 just to see. <laughs> so we measured 30 feet because that's where they shooting from now, yeah. right? So we uh, put five dollars on the on the on the little sidewalk. Best out of ten for thirty feet. Okay. Guess how many I hit? Two. One. <laughs> Guess how many he hit? One. Zero. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner, baby. But it was like we we weren't raised at shooting thirty footers, right. so it's like air ball, top of the backboard. I'm I'm damn near chest shooting these sometimes because it was like I don't have the wrist strength to 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 flick from thirty feet. So when I see that, no, that's the game changer. Now it seems like we see in power forward, Siakam, oh. Draymond is starting to be power forward. That's running that top of the key offense, running and it, pushing the pace. It's just changing. So you know, I'm excited to see kind of where that goes. But then I'm then I'm like, it's a different basketball. It's, it's it's like we we talk about Giannis don't having no jumper, but Giannis getting his threes on these and ones because. Yep. Cause can't nobody stop it. The old, like they play like Orlando did when Dwight Howard was there. Okay, yeah. It's a say four out one in yeah. type of offense where all right, you get it at the mid post free throw line, either you get to the rim and dunk it, or you kick it to the short corner for the three. Yeah, like that's all they really do. Yeah. But he's so athletic and so good and such a good passer was is slept on that you really can't do shit about it and. To give a lot of credit to Milwaukee, niggas is knocking down the three ball. Yeah. Middleton is knocking it down. Yeah. Brooks is knocking it down. The only person that's not knocking it down is their starting point guard who is trash. Yeah. Uh, Bledsoe. Yeah. He's one of the worst basketball players I've seen in my life, man. Yeah. He he doesn't do much. (laughs) Oh, he's so bad. He doesn't do much. He doesn't do much. Let's let's talk about while we're on basketball, man. We got to talk about it. What's up? That number one pick, New Orleans. Man, 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 man. Did you oh, see the meme? Because there's a meme for everything oh, yeah. nowadays. What is it? It's Zion, and it's on one half of it, he's smiling, and it says New York. <laughs> and then on the other one, he's frowning and says New Orleans. <laughs> like, yo, whoever comes up with these yeah. memes, y'all are great The internet's people, man. undefeated. The internet is undefeated. Undefeated, man. Are, are we going to see Drew Holiday, AD, and Zion rocking out in New Orleans this year? Nope. We not? We about to see everybody gone. Everybody. Everybody gone. They going young, 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 young. You know what my homeboy said to me? He said, if the if the New Orleans Pelicans were smart, they would trade Zion to the Lakers for LeBron. Because LeBron going to be closer to getting that chip in New Orleans with AD. And the Lakers are already going to be young. Let them all just be young together. I said, that wouldn't be smart. And then my my feeling is, as a, as a team, Zion is the hype. And yeah. we ain't had a hype like this since LeBron, I feel. Facts. You know, so it, when when that comes to your city as a business, that's why they went so crazy at that table because they seeing, oh, we about to fill this place up for the next seven months, you know. So I don't I don't feel that way, but I think it was a people, it was a, it was I a think topic. people get, say, oh, they should trade so-and-so and so-and-so for this person and whatever. But what people forget is, it takes two to tango. It oh, takes yeah. two to make a trade. Yeah. So it ain't always that simple. 
But I wouldn't do that because you don't know what type of LeBron you're going to get. Yeah. You know LeBron is a very moody person. Mm-hmm. I mean, as all superstars are. I don't want to oh, yeah. just say it's LeBron. But, like, yo, if a dude don't want to be there, I mean, honestly, LeBron could be – he could be get traded and be like, you know what, I'm out. Yeah. Poof. I'm retiring. Yep. <laughs> what y'all going to say? Farewell. Yeah, I mean, Jordan retired twice, for goodness sakes, man. So, I mean, yeah. LeBron could easily be like, no, nah, I'm straight. I'm retired. What's this, year 17 yeah. coming up? Everybody in it, he's the only one left from that class still in the NBA. Yeah. So, technically, everybody else retired. So, you trade me if you want. I'll retire. I'm still one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yeah. Now you're effed. Exactly. I don't want to play there. Exactly. What you gonna do? Yeah. You can't do nothing. Yeah. You can't. He got the. He got all. He the power. got. He has the power. Oh, you got a no trade clause. I mean, I mean, he doesn't have a no trade clause. Yeah, you can trade him if you want. Right. But he has the ultimate power by saying, "I ain't playing." Right. Next thing you know, instead of him missing thirty five games, he's missing sixty five. And he, you, or he's he <laughs> not even coming at all. Exactly. He, if I'm New Orleans, and this is something I think can happen. I'm calling up the Knicks. Like, what it do? Yeah. Y'all want AD, right? Let me go ahead and get Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Let me go ahead and get that number one, number uh, three pick. Let me go ahead and get next year's number one. Let me go ahead and get Kevin Knox. Yeah. And let's party. Yeah. Let's party. What's yeah. up? Y'all want him, right? Y'all want him, <laughs> right? Y'all can have him, but I'm going to need all that. Go ahead and get RJ Barrett and Zion back together. Dennis Smith Jr. running show. Dan Trey, Drew Holiday. The freaking, oh shit, it looked like the Raptors need a new point guard. Well, you know what, Kyle Lowry has been playing decent, but send him off to somewhere. Yeah. Drew Holiday's a good basketball player. Toronto got to shake it up this year. Yeah, we, they got to. We want, we want, we want to go to youth movement. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, like you say, these, these, once you reach that certain tier, has a star, you no longer can bet on that player, right? Because they can give you, you know. 100% effort, they can give you 80 because they're riding this wave out and taking these checks on to the crib. So Right. We'll see. You think you think Zion going to be a, a solid NBA passer? He's going to be a solid, solid player in the league. I, what, what I don't see is what everybody else sees. Like, oh, man, he's going to change the game. Like, at the very best, I could see him being Blake. And Blake is a very good basketball yeah. player. Yeah. Blake – probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. So at the best, I can see him that type of player. I don't see him being like, oh my goodness, this is the he's about to be on Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Like He'll dunk on a few superstars. Oh yeah, he's going to dunk on a lot of superstars. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's for yeah, sure. That's going to happen and then everything else, we'll see. Yeah you know? man, I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be a situation where a lot of people are going to get out of his way for the first couple years because yeah. I mean, people getting out of Draymond's way. You yeah. know they getting out of Zion's way because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Draymond going in for a crazy kamikaze layup. Draymond, I mean Zion going in for a crazy kamikaze dunk. Yeah, he trying to dunk through you. Yeah. So yeah. I respect his hustle, man. Yeah, we gonna see. I love it, man. But uh, something I wanted to rap with you about, bro. What's up? So I made that trip to Cleveland for Mother's Day. Pops got the park donated to him, man. What's going on in? The DYT, man. I see a lot of things going on. I see Jason had his movie. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, they had another event down at Riverscape. We're doing their thing musically, man. It's a lot of things going on in the city music-wise, mm-hmm. man. When is something from the city really going to pop? Like, like, I respect what Kaz is doing locally. Yeah. But when is it going to pop outside of the city? 
Man, that's the million dollar question because there's so much talent in so many different lanes in our city. You know, people doing clothes, people doing music, people doing movies, people doing, you know, internet funnies. You know, we we got a, we yeah. got a variety of things happening, but it seemed like everybody only respected to a certain point. Everybody yeah. only supported from the from the heart button on IG or yeah. from that blue thumb on Facebook and. You know, that's enough for them. Mm-hmm. I did my part. And that's kind of like where we going with it. And it's wrong. I mean, I think it's going to it's gonna take something huge. It's going to take, you know, that uh, that Players University type of movement mm. where where no matter what, you can't deny it. Can't and, deny then, it. and then, unfortunately, just my opinion, I feel like Dayton sometimes will see, they will see a a something that's that's popping in a city and they'll they'll support it like it. Oh man, we proud of you. But then when they see it in Atlanta or they see it on somebody's back on TV or they or they see it really seeing it for the like the nation to see, now it's a whole different support. Yeah. Now they're ready to come out and and be a part of and that's my God. We went to, you know, all that. So it's kinda like a it's like it's levels to it. And sometimes it take the the artist in whatever lane they doing to just keep 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 going, and then eventually that city come behind. But it's, it's ass backwards to me, you know. It's very we ass got backwards. enough money in this city, we got enough love in this city, enough talent in this city to just do our own thing. But we only do it, you know, to a certain level. Two things: Sharna, she had her play Little Cherry Land yeah. over Mother's Day weekend, did very well. I talked to her about it. She's going to be taking it to Columbus very soon. Okay. So uh, she says she did great on Saturday and then did very good on Sunday. And the people at the Dayton Art Institute were blown away about the crowd. Really? Said it was a very diverse crowd and, like, they never get that type of thing or whatever. It's either one or the other. So it was, like, a diverse crowd. And she's like, they loved it and they wanted her to do more. So that is awesome for her. And I'm super, super happy for her. Uh, but what she did tell me is people that she supports mm-hmm. didn't support her the same way she was supporting them. So, yeah. like, I think that's, like, kind of one of the things as well. Like, you know, if you go out of your way, do you feel like the other people are going out their way to support you as well? Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, they ain't supporting me, so I ain't supporting them type of type right, of vibe. Right. I know that 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 is a thing. But she's taking the show on the road to Columbus, so I salute her for that. Nice. And then I know Jason mm-hmm. has his movie, yeah. got my hustle up, and I saw somebody post on Facebook, the dreaded Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put that name out there. They <laughs> said, I'll wait till it's on the fire stick. <laughs> see, I saw something that said, like, <laughs> something that said, if, if you see somebody bootlegging my shit, let me know. If it ain't come wrapped in plastic, it ain't right. You know, right, facts, facts. Yeah, so that's the dinner. Yeah, year. That's the city. Somebody, that, that somebody is, gonna be selling this shit at the gas station. Facts. Somebody gonna be trying to get a come up, man. And it's just like, man. And it's like, okay, <laughs> so I went to go see Avengers Endgame four times in the theater. It's a good copy on a fire stick. Have I watched it? Hell yeah, I watched it because that movie's great. Because I already gave a lot of money, so I feel like I could watch it. And uh, but like, so I, I I pondered that question to myself, like, yo, if Jason's movie ends up on the fire stick, will I watch it? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't do that to him. I wouldn't do that to him because I know 
we had him on the pod. Mm-hmm. I know about, about the amount of work, amount of personal money he's invested into it to make it happen. So I wouldn't do that to him. Yeah. But I would definitely do that to Disney. Yeah, <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Disney, y'all be getting my money for decades. Oh, y'all yeah. good. Oh, yeah. But him, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do, I hope I wouldn't yeah. do that too. <laughs> I'm proud of Jason, man, because Jason kind of, I feel like he's been around this music scene since, uh, and I've been a DJ in, in the area, and we kind of been crossing the same paths in the same establishments, went to the same high school. So, you know, I, I've definitely paid attention to him and mm-hmm. know what he's doing. And one thing, like, that hustle heart is in him. And, yeah. And he don't take no hate for no, like, uh, getting this, like, uh, getting where I'm looking for, like not staying motivated. Yeah. Like, he don't let the hate take him down. He don't let even even too much love take him down. He just always on that next move. And like when you see somebody put that much time and effort into something and really, you know, we gonna put it in the neon. We're gonna put it out at Danbury. We yeah. gonna we gonna really try to put this thing on for the city. And like the those things is what people get behind what, you know, puts you in that OG status, what people for gonna sure. people gonna remember you from and end of the day whether you blow and get rich or you or you don't you know for me the big the biggest compliment is for me to be coming out of a gas station driving a a 27 foot box truck for my day job got on wrangler jeans and work boots and dirty and i come out of the gas station somebody say oh what's up killer you know like to me like that's 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 it for me because somebody come over and say hi to you or Hey man, why ain't seen you in the club? Where you been? Hey, you know I'm just you know doing these weddings now. I don't yeah. chase it as much. So just people that recognize you and know you and support you in that regard, that's enough for yeah. me. So I just I, I I've always been proud of him, proud of his grind, and proud of like not taking no for an answer, not taking the fact that this song ain't really blow like it should, or it didn't get as much love as I thought it should. I'm still I'm still doing it, and he doing it. He definitely yeah. doing it, man. I'm definitely got to get a copy of it, a real copy. Yeah, <laughs> let me know when you get the. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> Speaking of something I did check out on the Fire Stick because I ain't got that channel. Showtime. Uh-huh. <laughs> I watched two parts of the four part documentary on the Wu Tang Clan. How was that? Ooh. I know. I know you sent me a little a little text like you better get on get on you this. Go of your woos, man. That might be something I do after the PGA today. Okay, <laughs> we gonna talk about that too because yeah. I got some questions. Yeah. So, all right, it's uh, I love documentaries. First yeah. off, yeah. Uh, um, I watched the one on Sam Cook. Crazy. Yeah. Fucking crazy yeah. shit on Did you Sam watch the Cook. Quincy one that I told yes, you? Yes, yeah. yes. Great documentary. Yeah. Uh, so those are great. But watching something about a group that came up at the same time I'm coming up. Like, yeah. I remember these songs. I remember watching Protect Your Neck video mm-hmm. and like, yo, these dudes is grimy. These dudes is crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember when the Cream video dropped. I remember Ice Cream. I remember all these things. I remember, you know... We're at the age now where you can remember an exact place and time where this song dropped and what you were doing and what type of vibe it was when it came on. Yeah. And just to watch the documentary about the Woo, and I'm only halfway through it, but it just brings back so much nostalgia and just speaks to how great the group was yeah. and how music has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Music it was has so, changed. That, it was so deep. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you keep... what is, Nine, nine members. I say nine, nine official members. How do you keep that many people happy and keep them, you know, we all on this go together and you got nine people to kind of like 
bring together. And uh, you see what I mean? You know, it, it got a little rough, had a rough patches. But again, the the Woo was a group that I never really like. I caught on to them late. I knew who they were. I knew that I knew they their hits. Yeah. But like, I didn't want to like read about all of them or know about all of them until here recently. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and some of that go to like. You know, like IB was doing this Wu Tang Wednesday. Like, yeah. you just, I'm just seeing enough of Wu. I'm around. definitely gonna get down there for that now yeah. that the weather's broke. Yeah, I gotta go check that out too. But I'm a just, lazy nigga when the weather bad. Oh man, <laughs> you don't gotta tell me. You already know I am. But the 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 Wu Tang is a iconic, you know, game changer in yes. our in, in our in our hip hop history. So I'm definitely gonna have to check that out and uh, get, get get my learn on. Yeah, man. I just look back at it and. And the thing about it was, it's it's the RZA, yeah. And the fact that it was, you know, his brainchild that like this is what we're gonna do, and this is how we're gonna do, it, and this is how we're gonna make great music, mm-hmm. and we're gonna all be in a position to make money. And you'll you'll see it in the doc, and it's like really not giving too much away, but it's just a simple fact. Like, and especially in those days when you would assign a group to a label. They got the whole group. Yeah. But he was able to sign to a label where they were signed, the Wu Tang was signed, but each individual member weren't wasn't signed. So they were able to go out and shop a deal uh-huh. uh to get Method Man on Def Jam to okay. get uh Ghost and Ray on a different label. Mm-hmm. But when they come back and unite as the Wu, they're under this label. So it's able to let them branch out and Basically, yeah, you still a solo artist yeah. and you get your solo money and then when you come back to the woo, when you, you wear get that your, woo shirt, yeah. you with us. Yeah. So it was just a, a great thing and I'm sure they're gonna break it down in these next two parts where things hit the left because yeah. just like you know, just like in anything, when you first starting out, everybody says this, man, we ain't gonna let the money change us. Oh yeah. It happens to everybody, yeah. man, because money Cause they never had money. Exactly. <laughs> and it's crazy because when uh they talk about in a, a segment of it, when because cream is like the the one that yeah. just like everybody knows, yeah. like protect your neck, like like the street dudes know about, and everybody that's like into their hip hop knows about. But cream, everybody knows yeah. what that acronym is. Everybody knows knows yeah. the beat, everything, <laughs> yeah. and that's the one that put them on the map. And then like they start doing shows, and money is coming in. Like they show them still in. Their project building is having a great Christmas. Like, yo, they just buying everything for their kids and loved yeah. ones, but they're still in the projects. So I'm interested to see who actually had to continue staying there because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know who did. Yeah. But, you know, how the the downfall went. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. What what really went on right. to make them just the friction really it had happened. to be more than music. Gotta be. It's always had, more than had music. To be more than music. It's always, always. it's always about the yeah. money. Yeah. But golf, golf is going down. Oh yeah, master shirt. Yeah, for those that can't see. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Hoods, y'all didn't make the cut. You know what? This is my thought on this. This man won that Masters in such a you know emotional thing. Yeah, that he had to have gone on a Masters tour like no other. <laughs> I'm talking. Seeing old friends, hitting up, you know, Hitting media. up Perkins again. Oh, yeah. Run, run, <laughs> running around in these streets, getting faded. So, he, to me, it, everybody, once Tiger does this now, Tiger's back to that 
you can't you got to be the dominant that dude you was for a decade. Right. And just like we talk about LeBron and other athletes, you know, they reach a point in their career like he ain't he ain't doing this for the money no more. He ain't doing this for the for the week to week grind and, and traveling and seeing the world. Right. You know, did that twenty times over. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like it's really about breaking records and getting that he wants that eighteen. I feel. Right. So he has to like kind of coordinate his schedule around because he 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 had like a tournament or two in between the Masters and this week that he didn't play in. He's still, you know, I'm still out in these streets celebrating this jacket. I ain't ready. Right. I feel like Tiger didn't do much practicing over the last few weeks. Probably And his show because he was out there looking like they even said it, like he was hitting shots that he normally doesn't hit. He might have hit, you know, a, a draw or a fade and, you know, just different different shot styles. But, like, he didn't know which one was coming. Like, he was just stuck in it. So when he gets like that, he already know, oh, this week's done. Yeah, you know, I'm I was already uh, on the yacht. I was watching something on ESPN. And they were talking about him in the fir- his first round and said started off bad. Yeah, and then like halfway through he got he was on one, mm-hmm. and then the last three holes he was trash again. Yeah, and like it's like eh. like you said, yeah. like it might if he don't do well on Friday, it's like he's just like yeah, like, like if just, it's just to, to, call it a day to me go back to if the crib. If it's the afternoon on Friday, he got seven holes left. He needs to birdie two or three to make the cut. And he's not doing that, and he starts having five holes left and four holes left. He already cat, you know, checked out, in my opinion. Because and, uh, Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because the announcer also said, like, you, know, you, you hate to hear it like this, but the wear and tear on his body, if he's not making the cut and in contention, mm-hmm. it's almost better for him just not to make the cut exactly. at all and go home and get rested up and get ready for the next one. Yep. So why be like, I don't know, what number guy? Like, oh, he made the cut by one, and then you end up having to play on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and you're not even remotely going to make the cut to make the to win it. Right. A lot of people don't even know this about golf. When you win a big tournament, a major, you know, you have – Gotten up early in the morning because you fired up for the day. Then it's your chance of, of of doing something that like for golfers, this is like your career. You know, the, right. the more the more majors you can win, the easier it is for you to be in the Hall of Fame. The easier it is for you to be considered one of the greats. Like we don't care about you winning the Memorial Tournament in Columbus every year mm-hmm. ten times. Like that's not going. You know, a, a ten win PGA guy, yes, he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame, but. That's not what we checking for. Right. So golfers will they'll they'll get up early in the day, they'll play all day, and then they gotta sit there and go through all the awards and all that. Like they're the last ones to leave. Mm-hmm. Time this tournament's over if they win. With the, with the Masters, like I didn't see this with Tiger, but the last few years when they win the Masters, they that next morning they in New York Today Show, Good Morning America, hitting up all the New York market, you know. Yeah. Just, just doing that what that media stuff. Yeah, and, media tour. I mean, they're literally up, 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 up. Oh, I, I just won $2 million in the Masters. Let me go get fucked up. Oh, wait, I got to go. You know, like, right. so they still partying. They ain't slept. It's just a it's a lot to go through. And for, like, somebody like Bruce Kepka right now who's dominating this tournament, he only really plays in majors. Like, he, he don't have a huge schedule of, like, I'm gonna play in Iowa. I'm gonna go play in Kansas. I'm gonna go play at this at this charity event. Like he he don't do as much of that as other golfers. He just I want these four majors. 
I want these 10 tournaments that everybody going to be at. And the I'm cool. Ups. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. So he has a very light schedule compared to other golfers, but he always show up for these majors. Like he's, it, Now it's a proven because he's about to win. He won back-to-back U.S. Opens. He's not about to win back-to-back PGA Championships. And this is the first year the PGA is being played in May. He's usually played at the end of the year, like August. Okay. So he's going to have two PGAs in like nine months. So they're, they're, they were saying this morning that he went to have – Four majors in a two-year span or two-and-a-half-year span and never been done in the game of golf. No one's done it. So It's a different way yeah, of thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like it's a different way of scheduling yourself to set yourself up for yeah, victory. Because yeah. this is, like you said, like that's what they really playing for is the oh, yeah. majors. So and, and, and people always think golf is ain't, you know, ain't no sport. Da, 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 da. I, I challenge you just to go on a golf course mm. and walk the holes – Four days straight. Mm-mm. Just walk. Don't swing. Don't just go for a walk. You'll be. You'll be. Your legs will be through. Our guy Justin Kenner, who works at the station, sports guy. He doesn't think it's a sport. I'm like, look, man, it's a sport, dude. Yeah. Like all oh, those dudes are fat and out of shape. Like, dude, so are offensive linemen <laughs> right. and defensive tackles. Warren Sapp, you saying Warren Sapp wasn't an athlete? Right. It's a bona fide athlete. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would argue to say, you have to. Uh, golf is more of a sport than baseball. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. can make that argument. There's there's a, a bunch of fat pitchers. Yeah, that really just gotta just keep one arm straight. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the it's two dudes that have to be super athletic on or well, three, the shortstop, mm-hmm. second baseman, and center fielder. Everybody else, eh, you standing. Yeah, you just, standing, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Them the only dudes that really gotta move, man. Yeah, yeah, they got they they gotta be your best players. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So I mean, golf is a hell of a sport. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here in front like I know everything about golf. So please explain to me what the hell is a bogey. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because I had a lesson with the wife yesterday. <laughs> so we're gonna use the example of a par five. So you got five shots to get it in a hole. Correct from the tee box. Till it roll into the cup, you get to contact that ball five times. Got it. That's considered a par. If you do it four times, it's considered a birdie. Three times, it's considered an eagle. So, okay. So, is it anything one less than a par that's considered a birdie? Yeah. So, if you're okay. a par Got four it. and Got you it. get a three, Got it's it. a birdie. Got it. Um, now, with a par five, let's say you hit it in the trees. You got to hit the second shot back into the fairway so you can see. Da-da-da-da. You get a six on that par five. That's the bogey. Okay, so you, it's the one yeah, over. If you do one worse than you're supposed to, that's Got a bogey. It. You do two worse, double bogey, you know, so on, so on. So, so what is an eagle? The eagle is when you do it in two less. So oh, okay. on a par three, it's considered a hole in one because that's two right. less, but that's still kind of like an eagle, but it's hole in one. Right. A par four, you do it in two shots. That's an eagle. A par five, you do it in three shots. That's an eagle. Got it. So yesterday we were talking because there was a guy, uh, he drove it onto a par four. He had a short par four in this tournament or something. He got it close enough to the par four where he, he was about 80 yards away. He had like a little quarter, half quarter shot up in the air. Bloop, bloop, boom, in the hole. Wife was like, what was that? I was like, you tell me. So I'm going through that <laughs> with her. Same, same spiel. And then like she was, she she gets stuck on those too because she'll say, was that an eagle? Was that a, was that a birdie? I'm like, no, nah, that was a double bogey. You know, that was bad, you know. Other way, so bogey's bad. Yeah, Got it. bogeys are bad. Birdies and uh, so the one thing to remember too, if you see a square on the card, that's the symbol for a bogey and up. So one okay. one square is a bogey, two squares, so on. 
See the circles? Those are good things. Shit is like spades. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta learn the rules. Gotta learn I'm the bad rules. at spades, too. <laughs> I can only play spades with the wife because when we play, even though you're not allowed to talk to the, your yeah. partner, she gives me the looks. Oh, yeah. And when you known somebody so long and obviously been married for so long, you know the looks. Yeah. Just like, if you don't fucking play the right card, <laughs> like, think, think, think. She'll do like this. Yeah. Like, concentrate. I'm like, and I always throw, that, throw my cards down with the question mark. Like, <laughs> and I look around and she gives me the nod. Like, okay, okay, I did it right. I did it right. When I was in the military, <laughs> Being a medic, a lot of my daily activities would be to be around in case someone really got fucked up, not mm-hmm. not to really go, go play army per se. So we would have, you know, they might be doing a live fire or a night fire or whatever. We might have an eight-hour window where we're there waiting for hopefully nothing to happen. Right. So we played a lot of spades, a lot of dominoes. So Domino my, uh, my, my, uh, my dude Lombardi lives out in Denver. We still stay in contact. Every now and then it'll come up like, man, I wish you was here last night because the spade partner I had was to <laughs> me and him. We used to have big tournaments, like especially in Iraq. We when we have like our little day off, nothing really to do. Ain't no ain't no hoop court up. We was there during the war. Like the the the, the gym and the fun stuff came years later after mm-hmm. they built the structures. We was out there in the dirt, so we would have a lot of time to like to do that on our off days. We would have little like. Brackets and little tournaments. It got so bad, bro. That like, as I'm like biting my hand, if I scratch my finger, that means I'm diamond heavy. <laughs> if I'm holding my card and scratching my head, clubs. Like we had all these things down. Like and every, cheating, motherfucker. Uh, every everybody had their own thing, but like, it got it got to the point where like, three hours in, we had to stop because two dudes about to fight, and the first sergeant walked in like. All this shit done, you know, like so. Shut it, it down. It never, it never ended. Like it never just like start to finish. It always be like start. Oh, we gotta stop. Something about to happen. You know, it, it would get crazy out there. So people take their space game so serious. And me, I can play with whoever. I don't take it as serious. But there's people out there that like, you know, you make one mistake, you do something wrong, they throwing their cards and give me somebody else. I'm, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one it. time we was in high school, man. My dude Austin Speedo, we was over at his aunt's house. They was playing spades. Like I didn't play back then. I barely play now. But uh, him and his aunt, like they were like super partners. And his aunt's son uh, <laughs> was on the opposing team or whatever. And she was out there slicing, slicing and dicing. <laughs> and my dude Austin is laughing. So bad, and his cousin was getting so mad at his mom. <gasps> Woof, the table. <laughs> like, you know how pissed off you got to be to flip over the card table? Yeah. Not only the card table, but your mama card right. table. And we like 16, 17 years old, so he was probably like 15. <laughs> like, yo, and my dude Austin was just picked up his up, like, let's roll. Yeah, that's, that's about to do it. That about do it. Let's roll. Got a question Saturday for you. Saturday night continues without you, though. <laughs> Got a question for yeah. you. A guy like me, should I go see the end game? Hell yeah. How many times have you seen the end game? I've seen the entire movie four times. Are you serious? Four times. Did you see something different in each time? You uh, the first three times I saw different stuff. The last 
last time I just watched it to enjoy it. Okay. And now, now that it's on the fire stick, I just go to skip around to certain scenes yeah. that I really want to watch. So the wife has seen it, right? Oh, definitely. Okay, because I uh, the, she was on her trip. Yeah, the wife went to Jamaica, <laughs> landed in Columbus at midnight. I picked her up. We get back to Dayton after one a.m. and she was at the nine a.m. They added a they added an early show. Her and my middle kid are at the nine a.m. show. That's what I'm talking about. She was she. I, I rolled over like she closing the door. I, I get up. I'm like, are you dressed? She was like, yeah. Karma coming in the corner. Are you coming? I'm like, where y'all going? It was like, to see the end game. Turn around, close the door. Like, y'all have a good one. For you, <laughs> I would say watch it on the fire stick. It's, okay. it's three hours. Yeah, that's the, I heard th- that too. See, see, the thing is, for us comic book nerds, that ain't shit. That ain't shit. Yeah, they, they were ecstatic. It was three hours Hell long. Hell yeah. When I heard that <laughs> news, I was like, bruh, let's get it. Pop, you can make it 315, yeah. my nigga. I don't give a fuck. I'm here. Mm. I'm here. So the wife has only seen it once the first time. And like when we got back from Vegas, I went to go see it uh, without her. And then another time I went to go see it without her. I don't even think she knew that. I was like, you know what? eh, It's early. I'm going to go to the movie. She ain't going to be home till six. Right. I'm to the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Like another time I went, I went after a bike ride. Like, "Mm, mm, I'm in the building. (laughs) Is that serious, huh? For me, it is. It's just, it's just great. It's, uh, Black Panther in it? I I can't tell you. Okay. Okay. I can't I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. He might be in it. He might be in it. Cool. A whole bunch of people might be in it. Cool. But it's uh <laughs> did you see Infinity War? I keep forgetting if you saw that. I don't think so. I thought okay, you see so, that first. So yes, yes. Like I I will always recommend seeing all the movies, especially this one, because they have callbacks to all the other 21 movies. It, it has something to do with it. Uh-huh. But for sure, for sure, without a doubt, you got to see Infinity War before seeing this one. Okay. So okay. you got like basically six hours of movie watching ahead of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll break that down for sure. It's probably not going to be uh, back-to-back or nothing, but... I probably do one in June, one in July, something like that. You know, <laughs> I'm, this 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 is what I'll say. You watch Infinity War, mm-hmm. you will want to watch Endgame right then and there. Really, and I, I believe <laughs> I believe Infinity War is the best one. So that's what I was going to ask. I was going to kind of ask the wife this: with all these movies, all these like different characters and different stories that seem to be intertwined somehow, oh, some way. Are. Is there like a top ten? Yes. Is there a top five? And yes. Like, like, does it really get to where people are like, that's in your top five, or yes. is it, or or is it a standard? Like, without a doubt, these three gotta be in your top. It's five. a yeah, it's a standard. Uh, for sure, it's a. What's the, what's the number one movie out of all of them? I think most people will say Endgame is the best one. Really? I think most people will say that. Wow. I believe Infinity War was the best. I think Endgame is great. Endgame is five stars as well. Wow. But if I had to watch for right now, I'm going to say Infinity War, Endgame. So the two I need to see are one and two out of all these movies. That, those are the ones you see Infinity War and Endgame. Them, that, that is for sure, for sure. I thought Infinity and then War was a lot like of, 12. You know, some people... <laughs> Got Black Panther in their top five, and some people got it just like out of their out of their top five. Mm-hmm. But some people, a lot of people, have 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. See, I seen that, and I yeah. seen Black Panther, so I'm so, half of the top five. <laughs> hey, I might so go. it's a lot. It, it varies, but long as you got those two in it, your top five is good. Guardians of the Galaxy was actually like I actually enjoyed. Yeah, that it's movie. a fun movie. Yeah, a like real I, fun I movie. sat back and I was okay with them flying across the screen a couple times, and and that's the my wife says you don't have no imagination, and I'm like. No fault of anyone's, but being raised with a single parent, I didn't have nobody egging me on to go open this comic book and read. Uh-huh. I hated reading and writing my entire life. Those are my worst subjects. So, like, I was never a reader. Like, I bought that Jay-Z book years ago. It's, Decoded? Uh, the other 444, I think. Oh, okay. I bought, I bought that book, and I've read, like, two chapters. I still haven't finished it. It's just something about sitting down and, like, turning everything off around me and focusing on that. I struggle. Like you give me a doc or a history channel, I'm I'm there all day. Yeah, that's that, that's fine. But sitting down reading and all that stuff, I just never got into it. So comic books never really crossed my life. And never really was, you know, the guys in the neighborhood. We had dirty hands, so we was hooping all day, mm-hmm. or we was uh, scraped up knees because yeah. you know fell on the driveway a thousand times. Like that's what we did more than any other. Like we had some people in the neighborhood that was into that. Yeah, but they was doing their thing. We had dribble by. Hey, what's up, Rob? Good seeing you. We on the way to the court. You yeah. Know? So I just never got into it ever. One of my another one of my goals for this year, which I'm definitely not gonna reach, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna get that hundred rides in. But I was gonna try to read a book a month. Okay. Um, I just finished my first book of the year, so obviously I'm way behind. The Charlemagne book? Yeah, his other book. Uh, I'm going to bring it in for you, bro. I want you to read. It's real good. It talks about dealing with anxiety and just, just his life experiences. Yeah. It's real good, and it's funny, too, and it's, it gives you like a different perspective of just it's very relatable. Yeah, That's that's the best way I can explain. It's very relatable, and it's funny. You know what I'm saying? I necessarily don't agree with everything he says in his books, and I don't think you should agree mm-hmm. with everything that you read, but just like a different perspective. Right. But I'm going to bring that in for you, bro. Yeah. I, I think I think something like that, something you're very interested in, yeah. and you know what I'm saying, your military background right. and stuff like that, I think See, that's those are the things that can grab me to the book. Yeah, and that's and that's what I try. That's what I like. I wasn't like the biggest reader, but like when I do read stuff, I always make sure it's something that like, all right, let me read this because I want to know more about it yeah. and something that I, I can do. Like if like uh, my brother and I were talking about reading everything like that, it's like, yeah, uh, I'm going to reread Grapes of Wrath. I was like, yeah, I have no interest in reading that again. <laughs> right. Like, I be- I don't even think I finished it when I had to read it for school. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you should. Uh, he's, he said he reread Huckleberry Fans. Like, as an adult, like, it gives you a different perspective. So I was like, maybe I'll try that. So it's a couple books out there that I'm going to try to read that, like, I have zero interest in reading. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot and reading it. For me, what I do is during my lunch break, have my little turkey sandwich <laughs> and my potato chips. And I go into our cafeteria at work and I read for an hour. Yeah. And it was, it's it's something I'm trying to do, trying to make sure I do this because I it's just something I think everybody should do. It's yeah. something like I've tried to do in the past and failed, but like these I read like two books last year. So this year I got one in already, so I'm going to definitely try to get at least three more done this year. If so. I had the internet in high school, I guarantee you I would not have read one book. Probably not. I would have just Google searched it and YouTube clipped it and figured the out. The part that yeah, I wanted to know about. And figured out my, my paper from there. Like, that's just how 
how hard it is for me to like stop what I'm doing. And I I get so distracted too. Like it has to be the perfect environment. So that like a lot of times when I'm really like grinding for a wedding and I'm really trying to put my thoughts together, I gotta go to the library. Mm-hmm. I gotta put on my headphones even though I'm listening to nothing. Just leave me alone. Yeah. And I gotta like zone out because if I'm reading and I hear conversation or anything, I'm just sitting there like LeBron suck. <laughs> yeah, he do. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. That's not what I'm here. The reading is not like my thing. Yeah. So I struggle with it, but. I think I can read that Charlemagne book. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm interested in some of his some of his uh, past for sure. So. And uh, shoot, another thing I did, like you talk about being distracted, is like I'll uh, leave my phone in my office. Okay. Or like even like sometimes like when I go out of the building, like it's a park like right around the corner from the station that I'll go, I'll go read in the car, yeah. just so I, there's no distractions. I can concentrate, right? Get a whole hour reading in, and then come back to work because you know. Work is one thing, and everybody has to work. Everybody has to make an income, and you know what I'm saying? I love what I do, but you know what? Your personal growth is important as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that you do strictly for you. You know what I'm saying? I know you're a father, a husband. You got tons of responsibilities. Yeah. You got a, you got the the job. You yeah. got your DJ and stuff, but just like growth for yourself, I think that's important. I think reading and, you know what I'm saying, documentaries. I know yeah. we're both huge into documentaries. I know the wife really isn't that big into documentaries unless it's like something like she's really into, which is fine. Yeah. Um, so like those type of things, like just growing and just being, you know, well rounded, I exactly. guess is the word exactly. I'm looking for, you know. And that's something like that I've been definitely trying to do is cut out the reality TV shows. Oh yeah. I'm done with those. It's just like how many times can we watch somebody yeah. get drunk and I fight? Even, I, I don't even gotta watch Idol and the voice no more. I can just catch the clips on YouTube and, and see, you know, one or two artists that I might be like, oh, I like him. Let me check out that song. I'm good. I don't have to watch the rest of the hour. <laughs> I'm good. That's that's just kind of what the world like. How fast is like my my reading consumes of you know three or four news news outlets, mm-hmm. a couple of little social media blogs. Like that's my reading yeah. things that I want to like read yeah. about. But like when it comes to like someone saying, oh, but this is a good book by so and so. It's about it has a storyline and it's like uh, okay. <laughs> I'll try, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that, when my brother said that, great was a rap. I was like, nigga, you tripping? I ain't reading that shit. I'm cut. I, I, and I was like talking about uh, Hamlet. I was like, nigga, I'm not reading that shit yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't read it then. I got to see by not reading it. Yeah, I ain't reading that shit as an adult. Fuck that damn book. <laughs> Before we get out of here, yeah. man, I got to shout out my kid Camille. She's been uh, let's see. Fifth grade now, so since second grade, been trying to make the talent show at her school every year. Okay, she's had the, she got the, she got the. I'm not scared of the stage. I want to do it too. She's been seeing daddy perform, and she even talks about like I asked her. I said, "You wouldn't have no stage fright. You wasn't scared." You know what she said to me? I was on stage with Silento. I'm cool. <laughs> I said, you damn right you was. Shout out to Kev. So, <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So, yeah, she she made the talent show this year. Congratulations. Um, they had them as the final act. Okay. Tore the house down. Like, it was, I was, I had the eye surgery that day. I got there probably with three acts before hers. And, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know she was last, so I'm glad that I made it. And uh, they did Old Town Road. I, I had the DJ'd it up for them. Made okay. Them a little, made them a little mix. Took out the marble and the booty and the the unappropriate words for elementary kids and uh 
they were okay with that because they were like, this song, you can't perform this song. And I was like, Camille's like, my dad's a DJ, just listen. And like, she got him to play it and it was like, oh, okay, that, that, that works. So, I mean, I'm talking, it came on, the kids screaming, like, just had a good time. She was on Cloud Nine all weekend. That's so. what's up, man. Shout out to you, baby. You did a good job. So. Well, there it is, another edition of You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out till next week. Peace.